James chapter 4, we are continuing to see James discuss the interplay between faith and works. He's talked about the words that we use, and in chapter 4, he begins by talking about the dissension that he has been hearing in the church. God here is pointing out, again, the interplay between faith and works, because the reason why there is divisiveness is actually a motivational reason and a theological reason. You do not have because you do not ask, right, is the theological reason. You covet and cannot attain. You desire and do not have the motivational reason. You know, when we do see these conflicts within church, when we ourselves are part of conflicts within church, and we all will be, and I have been as well, we have to question these things. We have to question what is our motivations and what is our theology. Verse 4, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? It is a theological question that he is asking, but the result uh, of that verse, therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And this divisiveness is coming from these things. And so verses 5, verses 6, verses, uh, verse 5 and 6, again, is James and the Bible and God and the Holy Spirit reminding us of what the truth is um, and challenging our ideas. Therefore, then submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It's interesting that verses 7 uh, and 8 are oftentimes quoted very much out of context, and our uh, series for next week is going to be in context uh, because, you know, we love to say, right, oh, I submit myself to God and you know, the devil will flee from me, or I'm going to draw near to God. And yet we see here the context of what James is saying is in relationship to other people, is in relationship to the church, that these are not things that are in isolation, that this humility of verse 10 will result in the actions of verse 11. Um, important to note that the idea here of judging in verse 12 uh, is not being critical, it is about being condemning. One of the verses we may look at in our next series for Bible reading is that judge not lest ye be judged. And Jesus clarifies that statement after that, where he says, by the measure you judge others, you are inviting that measure upon yourself. This is not something that we can say or believe just because people criticize us or just because we don't want to have the difficulty of criticizing other people. But what is happening here in James is that these are not godly criticisms. This is condemning and this is saying that I don't like, I don't want to be transformed by the gospel. I would rather be divisive and quarrel and fight. Um, and that is not a judgment that we can do. For who are you to condemn, to judge as final judge, right, of your neighbor? No, we do need to be critical of one another, accountable to one another, using the word of truth uh, as our guide. But to condemn somebody is to take the place of God. God can condemn and does condemn, right, for those who do not believe. The next thing that James goes into is this idea of boasting. In what do we boast and how do we boast? If that is coming again from motivation and is that coming from theology? Because Verse 17 is this really powerful statement of what James has been saying. Whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. 
Whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him it is sin. You have heard the truth and you deny the truth in your life by your actions. You know this. And in that is the sin, not just in the action itself. It's not simply, oh, if I say this word, then that's sinful. But if I don't say that word, then it's not sinful. Well, I don't punch you, right? But I still will degrade your value in my mind. And I will say raka in my heart, as Jesus put it. So two areas to contemplate today. The quarrelingness of our lives. Are we in enmity with anybody that is not for a reason of the gospel? Are there people that dislike us? As Jesus said, if you have, if you know your brother has something against you, not you have something against them. If you know they have something against you, then don't come to the altar. Don't give your offering. Go and reconcile first. For those of you who are in workplaces or in schools or in families or even the friendships at church, if there is quarreling, we need to deal with it. And we need to understand that we probably are sinning in our motivations and in our theology. And then our boasting. What do you boast in? What are you proud of in your life? We should be proud of things, but we should be proud of the gospel transforming things in our lives. What do you boast in? How do you boast in it? And what does that show us? And when we come down to it, we will see where we are missing the gospel. And thankfully, the gospel will always be there to correct us.